New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey everybody, this is Jason, and I'm one of the pastors here at New Vision, and I am honored to be with you today as we continue through this journey, walking through the book of Exodus. I have loved walking together in this book, and I want to remind you on this day that you are listening to this podcast. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God has given us an opportunity to dive into Scripture and to learn what God is trying to teach us And the prayer is that we will apply what we have learned through Scripture to our life today. So let's continue to be stretched, challenged, convicted as we dive into Scripture. I'm going to be reading Exodus chapter 22, verses 1 through 15. And I'll be reading out of the CSB version. So here we go, Exodus chapter 22, starting in verse 1. When a man steals an ox or a sheep and butchers it or sells it, He must repay five cattle for the ox or four sheep for the sheep. If a thief is caught in the act of breaking in and he is beaten to death, no one is guilty of bloodshed. But if this happens after sunrise, the householder is guilty of bloodshed. A thief must make full restitution if he is unable, he is to be sold because of his theft. If what was stolen, whether an ox, donkey, or sheep, is actually found alive in his possession, he must repay double. Verse 5. When a man lets a field or vineyard to be grazed in, and then allows his animals to go and graze in someone else's field, he must repay with the best of his own field or vineyard. When a fire gets out of control, spreads to thorn bushes, and consumes stacks of of cut grain, standing grain, or a field, the one who started the fire must make full restitution for what was burned. When a man gives his neighbor valuables or goods to keep, but they are stolen from the person's house, the thief, if caught, must repay double. If the thief is not caught, the owner of the house must present himself to the judges to determine whether or not he has taken his neighbor's property. In any case of wrongdoing involving an ox, a, don- a donkey, a sheep, a garment, or anything else lost, and someone claims that's mine, the case between the two parties is to come before the judges. The one the judges condemn must repay double to his neighbor. When a man gives his neighbor a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any other animal to care for, but it dies, is injured, or is stolen, while no one is watching, there must be an oath before the Lord between the two of them to determine whether or not he has taken his neighbor's property. Its owner must accept the oath, and the other man does not have to make restitution. But if, in fact, the animal was stolen from his custody, he must make restitution to its owner. If it's actually torn apart by a wild animal, he is to bring its evidence. He does not have to make restitution for the torn carcass. When a man borrows an animal from his neighbor 
and it is injured or dies while its owner is not there with it, the man must make full restitution. If its owner is there with it, the man does not have to make restitution. If it was rented, the loss is covered by its rental price. Well, in this text, it's pretty obvious that no one is to take anything that doesn't belong to them without permission. That's theft or stealing. And and in Exodus chapter 20, verses 15, this is a part of the Ten Commandments. And in verse 15, it says, you must not steal. I love how Moses makes it personal and uses the pronoun you, not he, not she, not they. It's personalized with you, which is implied to everyone. You must not steal. You know, we are not to take anything from anyone without permission. But yet the majority of us are guilty of this. You know, sometimes we steal a pen or a pencil, maybe a t-shirt, maybe it's money, maybe it's vehicles, whatever it may be. If it isn't yours and you have taken it without permission to have or to borrow, that is stealing. One of the things that I can think of, if we're honest with ourselves, and I'm in this too, is that we have probably fallen into this trap in one way or another. I have taken something that wasn't mine. If we're all honest, we need to ask ourselves this question. Where is the desire of my heart? For me, I remember I was supposed to bring scissors to a class because we were working on a project uh, that had to do with the upcoming um, holiday that was coming. And I forgot my scissors at home. But I'm a twin. I have a twin brother. We're identical. And we're in separate classes. But I remember going in between lunch break. And I went into my brother's classroom. And I grabbed his scissors out of his backpack without telling him. Yes, we're in the same family. But it's still stealing from my brother. But going back to the question that I asked earlier, where is the desire of my heart? In this particular situation, it was a panic sense. Oh man, I don't have what I need. I'm going to take what I can find. Sometimes the situation is, man, that looks awesome. I wish I had that bike. I wish I had that fishing pole. I wish I had that boat, whatever it is. That would look good in my house. That would look good in my garage. Man, I would love to have that. At the root of it all, it is all about comparison. They have, and you can fill in the blank, whatever it may be, and I want it. So let's get to the point today. We have lost focus when we want what others have. So then when we try to find ways to get it and steal because we want to have it now. Our eyes, our hearts, our mind are being fogged up by what the world has to offer. It's not God's intention for all of this to happen, which is clearly in the Ten Commandments. Do not steal. We need to continue to fix our eyes on Jesus. When we see Jesus clear, then we get to see what our purpose is and what our desires are with a 2020 vision. When we see Jesus clear, we are able to see what God wants from us. We begin to not covet. We begin to not have a desire to what others have because our desire is going to be on Jesus and what He wants for us. Accepting what He has allowed you to have and using the things that you have 
that he has granted to you for eternal glory. Use the things that God has allowed you to have to guide people to lives of gospel transformation, not getting blinded by what the world has to offer, because at the end of the day, the things of this world will fade away. It's temporary. Focus on the permanent things. That is the things of Jesus. Not worrying about what others or what this world has to offer, but focus on what Jesus has for you today. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. So let's pray. God, we love you. God, thank you so much for this reminder to not steal and to not take what is not ours, but being only satisfied in you and what you have given to us. Allow us to use everything you have allowed us to have for eternal impact. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.